welcome to another episode of Up the Glen. So up we've got glen. Up the Glen. <laughs> we've got Bruna with us today. I'm going to introduce Bruna in a wee second. But first of all, Bruna, what do you think of the place? I love it. Do you love it? Yeah, I really love it. Like, well, the energy is amazing. Really nice. It wasn't too bad of a walk to get here. And thank God today we didn't really get covered in muck. Um, now, some of you will be listening to this right now on Apple Podcast or Spotify. I've decided to upload it worldwide to allow people to enjoy it wherever they are listening with us. But just remember, if you want to see the video, the video will be available on Facebook at All My Supporters Hub. So at Seki Glenn, be sure to check it out. But welcome bruna Thank welcome you. welcome welcome to my layer of the abyss I love i'm so happy to have you here now bruna one of the things i wanted to speak to you right away about was the time that we met now i know that obviously a few years ago we did we did re- meet through doing um a psychic reading yeah. i did a reading on you but i remember actually a couple of years ago you had actually brought me up samples of essential oils yeah and i actually really want to say this is your kind of witch moment only that you didn't know that you actually have you're super powerful because mm-hmm. last year in and around the solstice my nanny wasn't well mm-hmm. right I so um and something I, I always say something always happens to me in and around the 21st of june the solstice okay so this year I brought my book out but last year my nanny hadn't been well um and i sometimes i would get a wee toothache sometimes just it's it's silly really but you'd give me a wee sample of what was oregano oil yeah. and honestly bruna I want to say to you thank you because i didn't realize until i did a wee bit of research hmm, what is this essential oil you, know, you hear essential oils you hear people maybe putting them in their houses and using them as smellies yeah. and things but honestly i want to say to you truly powerful and i'd give my nanny who wasn't well she was bedridden she wasn't well she had some sort of infection i'd actually give her i got her in capsule form oregano oil in capsule form um and lo and behold my nanny got better yeah. so Bruno, i feel like that was you being you being magical and without even maybe even realizing you were being magical to be completely honest now I, I do have a wee medical bag and i actually got it when i was meant supposed to be supposedly traveling to russia which didn't quite happen <laughs> as a plan but i got a medical bag and i actually have oregano oil in in the medical bag and i took yes. it everywhere when we so for that was your witchy moment <laughs> and that's how i remember kind of meeting you but yeah. um over the last wee while we've kind of became close um and some of you some of you at home will have seen um, an interview that we did recently um, and for those of you at home that don't know Bruno actually had a life-changing accident I'm gonna say life-changing it was like a near-death experience okay so one of the one of the things that we wanted to really speak about today because I love Bruno and I think Bruno is a great speaker <laughs> we're gonna hear Bruno in a wee second but one of the things I wanted to talk about is some of the misconceptions with spirituality meaning like people think Bruno that sometimes you have to just pick up a fucking crystal Excuse me, mate. I'm going to try not to curse, but with the wee bits in, it's fine, actually. We can throw wee bits. I mean, it's absolutely fine. It's, I think it's very important for us to be really real, real and real. raw. Exactly. One of the misconceptions about spirituality is that you pick up a crystal and poof your pixie, and the next minute, you know, you're like, <laughs> the next minute, you're a unicorn. And, yeah. like, you know, people don't actually realize. And this is what I really want to touch base on because I feel like sometimes people who are not really in tune with spirituality, poke fun and jokes and have a laugh and people who maybe they assume that we pick up a crystal and the next minute we're an all-powerful genie it's not really like that yeah. i feel like some people now you were one of these people what really struck me because your story was absolutely incredible bruna it was groundbreaking it was incredible and even just to connect me on that level but i know that you'd had a near-death experience and one of the questions i wanted to ask you right away was 
Um, did you feel, what was your spirituality? I mean, I'm going to say something to you, right? I'm going to say something to you. I want to know your thoughts right away. Mm -hmm. um, I can imagine in a time of your life, but for those of you who don't know, Brona had actually had an accident where she was, she was on her way on holiday. She was going to Ibiza with her friends and it happened to be in a car accident. Very, very vicious accident. Took her quite a while to recover. Many months, Brona? Nearly a year. Nearly a year. Still really still recovering really now. Took her nearly a year to recover. Brona, I would imagine your life to have been before that chaos, partying. Like, maybe not on the, the right path. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. I was a young girl doing what most young girls do. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, and in terms of spirituality, before you'd had that accident, what, what was your sort of spiritual views towards right, certain okay. things? Okay, so I'd always believed in spirit, knew there was more to what is here. Yeah. Um, I would have dreams and stuff that would come true. I would get a gut feeling and I would just be right. Yeah. I've, and I know it as being really good at reading energy without under understanding it at the time yeah. um but there was a few wee things that happened and then i actually was going to sit in circle and and you know can i ask you though um do you, i'm going to be really candid with you did you did you did you think that something was going to happen like no way sometimes i sometimes yeah, get before I i'm knew. before i'm going on a night out for example i mean this was me when i did the first oh, podcast so then i get these you know them jittery things in my belly and go oh i can't do that yeah. and nine times out of ten sometimes i know maybe not what's going to happen but like with myself i mean other people can read myself i'm like i just get that heebie-jeebie thing in my belly so you oh, had that that day leading up that see even um when i booked on did it someone actually dropped out of that holiday and i booked on yeah i could not get excited about that holiday yeah i, I just wasn't feeling that and i was going there's something not right. There's something not something right. Just wasn't and obviously really. with me going to Ibiza for the first time with a load of girls, some of my good friends, like I was like, I'm not gonna let the stupid wee feelings stop yeah. me, but but my, you yeah. know, hands it's a great thing, but Yeah. Um you're gonna be able to see some clips from the video with Brona if you're watching this on the supporter shop, okay? Just just to let people know. Anyway, Bruno, one of the things that we touched base on the last time we were in front of a camera was um, the moment you, the moment you, that that moment where time stopped, right? When the mm -hmm. accident had happened, time had stopped. You know the way we had added it, it was like a heartbeat, but but moment just to to give people a, an awareness of what it was like. Yeah. But when I got thinking about that later on, because I always overanalyze everything. It's just the way that I am. When I got thinking about that later, I thought to myself, God, that was a spark moment. You know, and I would imagine it to be like an electric, and to me, the God Almighty. Because people always ask, yeah. doing what I do, Bruno. I mean, think, right, for example, you, you get into Racky, you do Racky once, or you left a set of cards once, or you never believe in God again. People people automatically assume that, they like to assume that. No. Well, for me, that's not really true at all. And I really resonate with a, a God Almighty, so a God above all gods, a God Almighty. And I believe it. the only way I can actually describe it, because I don't like to have a perception, is it like a spark of electricity, the biggest spark of electricity? Energy. Was, yeah, energy, energy. But real source, source. Yeah. For me, God Almighty, God Almighty. And I feel like, did you feel like in that moment you were you connected with something in that moment and it gave you i remember you saying oh, that it gave you a choice oh, yeah 100 yeah. the fact that i had a choice the fact that i remember that it was telepathically and like I, I sort of get these flashbacks visions and it's like i swear like an angel had its big wing wrapped right around yeah. me and I've been told that I've obviously went and seen mediums and stuff from them and they've yeah. said things to me and I'm like, so I'm not, I'm not only making it up in my head no. then. That feeling, like at that moment in time for what I went through, the trauma that my body took, I did not feel a thing. 
and in that moment of the choice it was like a peaceful feeling i can't remember seeing anybody hearing anybody which is why i say it was telepathic but just that feeling in that moment i was protected yeah in some way yeah that's the only way i can absolutely incredible and for those of you who don't know at home from at this point was actually going out a window of a car that was moving very very fast so in those moments time really slowed down oh, yeah. and she had that conversation what i would, would say would be well many people would maybe know as god not everybody would say, not everybody knows what it's like to have a a, a moment in life where mm. your life i would say flashes before literally, your eyes literally. yeah but you've had that experience Bruna. so in that moment did you know when you chose the obviously you, you could choose you'd said that you you could choose to go or stay yeah. um you knew once you made that choice to stay did you know then did you have an overwhelming faith then that everything was going to be okay no matter what well it was the choice was you can stay here with your family and friends but yeah. you will suffer from chronic pain yeah so but i think that was that was going to be part of the journey it yeah. had to be part of the journey absolutely for one reason or another yeah Only it was part of it yeah so obviously your life had slowed down and you had the accident and your life obviously weird so you can't go to work you can't do your normal thing you have to sit down and face things a wee bit in life and i would imagine then this is whenever brona's wee i spy with my third eye started mm -hmm. to really open and started to really you started to maybe view your life differently in those moments mm -hmm. and in that time when you were actually hating is when your awareness i would say i'll say that's maybe when spirituality i don't want to maybe say it came as, as a crutch but for me i know in times in my life it's came as a crutch it's came it's helped me yeah, it, it's like it gave me the boot up the arse. Yeah, the yeah, literally. A boot, a boot, I'm going to say, a boot in the ballocks, <laughs> a boot in the ballocks from the universe. Get yeah. back on the right track. And so I mean, literally. Really, so, like, really understand it. And, under, like, I feel like I understand more the way life works in general. Yeah. Right? And when I say that, and people probably go, she's a hitter, but, like, everything is energy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with you that everything is energy. And I feel like sometimes like a bad thing will happen sometimes in life but it's actually really a diversion i mean you were going to be imagine you'd have went to be then something i feel like something bad would have happened i mean well let's let's not mention any names but i mean northern irish girls go away abroad god knows what happens like sometimes they end up in jail far away across the world <laughs> i mean you never actually know what's going on a life-changing moment you do not know <laughs> yeah. as i'm saying you know yeah, but nonetheless exactly. your experience Bruno, what I said was really brutal, but one of the things remarkable about you is your strength. Mm -hmm. And it really was clear when we did that interview. For those who don't know, Bruno actually sings as well. She does do a bit of Racky and that. She's wanting to get more onto the medium ship side of it. She does sit in circle. She, she's definitely like, mm -hmm. she's definitely wanting to be there with that. But one of the things that I really, really touched me was your singing voice, truth, truthfully. Mm -hmm. And the fact that in, in that door, I mean, if you have seen the interview at home, folks, if you've watched it, um, it's phenomenal and Bruna tells us of her experiences and then she sings at the end of it so for you singing is a big thing as well in those moments I got to see your real strength and it's not just about telling your story in those wee moments when you had to talk about your vulnerabilities I mean it was beautiful Bruna for me it was beautiful and I feel like that's what really resonated with a lot of people at home mm -hmm. and a lot of people at home I feel would have watched that and would have got a bit of a lot of feeling really from that yeah from that bit we don't want to say that's incredible so from that interview do you feel any different as a person do you feel more oh, like I you're in your power yeah i feel a lot different for the better like um i feel like it was healing in itself to yeah. do the interview and actually come out and talk about it and share it with more people not only the people that already knew about what happened and yeah 
you know, knew me, but um, I actually had some people reach out and say, I really needed to hear that, you know, thank yep. you. And that's all I wanted from it. You know, if Definitely. it reached one person, it helped one person, then that was nice. You see, this is done. the whole thing, and this is, I think this is the idea, really, with podcasts now. I mean, I, you don't really realise how big they are until you really look online and see what's out there. Um, and then you can really see what podcasts are really a big, big thing now. Mm-hmm. It's being able to actually sit and be relevant and share. Like people at home right now are going, God, I can relate with that, I can relate with that. Do you know, and this is really where I think you're brilliant. And for you to put that out there, but it mustn't have been really easy for you. I mean, imagine you're, could you have imagined yourself whenever you were um, unwell and you were healing and all, that moment there whenever you just, boom, and this thing at the end of it, you've you got to watch a video at home, it's fabulous. We'll put a wee, we'll put a wee clip in, and, and if you're watching on the Facebook supporter shop, but if you're listening at home, um, you can find it online somewhere. Just if you go and look on my TikTok or something, you will find bonus interview. Um, at Techie Glenn, you will really love it. It's very, very inspiring. She did absolutely amazing. But yeah, we did that in my kitchen, bro, didn't we? Yeah. Like, we did do it with the fantastic Josie Cullen. Josie's going to be coming on um, very, very soon. She's a reader with 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 the with the reading community, but not only that there, she's very, very creative. So we had actually sat down for a lot of months really and pre-planned your interview. Yeah. So I think really the pre-planning of it. And really all we all we really actually felt was like ten minutes. What we got out in them ten minutes was just it was explosive. Yeah. Truly, truly, truly explosive. Um so I wanna say to you, in terms of growth from you've done that, one of the things I noticed that you did, bro, and I'm gonna have to talk about it, <laughs> is you had a clear right. Oh, I you had clear, a clear a massive clear. I, I had a clear a massive right. clear. Like sometimes I really feel like spiritually, sometimes yeah. you've got to get things oh, just shifted out. A lot of us are hoarders at home. Yeah, it really, really helps too. See, even yeah. for your like your, your mind. mind. And that took you how long? To I'm clear still out. doing it. You're still doing it. I'm now. still yeah. working on it, but I've got an awful lot done. Brilliant. I know you clear out your, your kitchen. All you've got everything yeah. all, everywhere all clear out. How do you be clearing that energy out now, Bona? Oh my God! I wish I had it done it. Ages so ago. long ago. And do you feel like speaking about speaking about your journey as well and getting that off your chest? I'd imagine that for you was getting things off your chest. A wee bit, yeah. Um just because there was a wee bit of shit with what went on, I'm not gonna mention anything, but it was like it caused me more anxiety and more stress and what, yeah. than what I'd already been through yeah. that I didn't really need. And it was shit. It was yeah. shit, but you know, um, I don't know myself feeling I worked on that and I realised, you know, anything that might have been said or done. I don't want to say, Bruno, but I'm, I'm just, I have to because, you know, I'm psychic Glenn, but it's really <laughs> a terrible thing in the world when other people are actually jealous of something that really bad that happened in your life and you're overcoming and you're getting your wings back from the dry cleaners. And and, and people people really people really <laughs> seem to, I don't know, be jealous of green, green sort of envy in a way where they're not actually seeing the actual pain you went through. Do you feel like you were affected by that a wee bit in sort of your know. social situations? I, see, I, I don't like to think that anybody would be jealous of me or what happened because there's no reason to be. Um, I, I don't know, maybe because I'm not that kind of person. I yeah. can't really see anybody else being like that. But um, there was definitely people that were not giving great energy towards it in one way or another. Yeah, you felt they weren't, so, they weren't reaching their hand out and being healing. I'm wishing you well. It just wasn't very nice. Yeah. Did you find out who your friends were? 
one of the hardest lessons yeah. in this life folks this is why i'm so glad we're talking about it is i mean i've had this too so many times in life you learn really who your friends are yeah um but with that i want to say really with that it's better it's an eye-opener because oh i'm glad yeah I'm definitely glad yeah for that reason like to see you know he actually is your real friends and who's just who's there? really been there for you who's really been there for you through your healing journey i mean who's really there at now you know that's the yeah. whole thing too because you do i would imagine something like that bruno doesn't take a fucking genius or a psychic to work it out but imagine something <laughs> like that bruno changes your life oh, what you went through i mean it's life changing yeah. i mean most of us probably the most would say painful thing they'll do when you did that as well push your baby out i don't know what that's like but i would imagine it's painful and beautiful physically painful and beautiful but imagine the physical pain and that what you go through but not only that there for me i think if, if i when i put myself in that situation when i was talking to you about it um, it was the slowing down of your routine. It was the ending of your what was your life then because you it had to like, stop. Yeah, my my whole life as I knew it before yeah. had to change, and I like it did change. And I say I try and explain this to people. I'd be like, sometimes I feel like I'm grieving for myself. Yeah, like even though I didn't die, a big part of me died that day. Yeah, because I can't like I used to do dancing. You know things like that. I used in that I can't do a backflip anymore because yeah. I have literally metal in my yeah. back. Yeah, see that I was younger, up, up and down my cartwheels, up and down the street was that, that was you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do everything, gymnastics, everything, and obviously was a wee bit older anyway, so I probably wouldn't have been doing it for much longer. But yeah. it was just like a right, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it must have been really, really tough. But Bruna, honestly, your energy is really something else. Um, I feel like you're very down the earth with people mm -hmm. um not only you're like you're north belfast woman you're north belfast tongue you, you know but there is something about your energy and i don't want to be too specific about it but there's something about your energy and i want to say a certain glow of confidence now that's beautiful um and i feel like that there if i could reflect that there we better hope I mean, people who have to go through things in life none of us really i mean i mean yes i'm psychic but for to be fair i can't always tell a person all right don't take that path because it's going to be tried i mean i can't always because some of the lessons you've got to learn yeah. i mean for me to take those lessons away would be for me to give you a very dull and mundane life albeit it's not very nice having to go through certain lessons but what would you say to anybody at home Bruna, who maybe can't walk i mean you had to learn to walk again i mean for people who are listening right now yeah. Bruna had Basically, to actually learn to walk, had again, to yeah? learn how to walk again yeah it was it was a hard work but this, right this is the way i'll say it um when something in your life does happen mine was a car accident it can be other things for other people you are in control of your life you're yeah. the only one and you're the only one that can do anything about it say all this oh this one wouldn't help me or do anything for me people can only be there for you to a certain extent it's up to you to do the work and change things and i was saying to Gwen, i put these jeans on the day and it says chaos and order and it's about you turning that chaos into order and what i mean by that is you know taking thinking about what what can you do to make the situation better do you need to go and speak to a therapist get a counselor talk to your doctor because if you do do it you know look after yourself like in this life your relationship with yourself is the most important yeah and i think with the way people are conditioned in their life and the way they're spoken to and you know not that i'm blaming anybody for that it just is what it is but people need to love themselves again and yeah. look after themselves again and do everything in their power that they can to help themselves yeah and in terms of spirituality for you has it been and this is really what 
we're here for. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is spirituality a good means of coping for you? And would you recommend it to other people? 100%. It's helped me so much. Like, And I know spirituality to every person can be different. And that's fine. Um, I wouldn't say that one person's beliefs means that somebody else's is wrong. It's just finding what it means to you. And it really it really does start with doing your inner work and going from there, I think. And then you sort of find yeah. your path and where you're going yeah. with it then. So I sometimes think me being a reader and reading, reading for as long as I've been reading now, 10 years really. Um, so one of the things I really feel is that sometimes if you accept and sometimes I wish I had a found spirituality first without having to go through the chaos, what yeah, I'm saying. I know, same. And I don't know whether maybe like if you're listening at home and you're thinking, fuck my life, okay, learn the lesson <laughs> and maybe it'll not have to get worse. Yeah. You know, maybe it'll not, it's not always the case. Sometimes things in life are going to happen that are, you're going to get through off the track. I mean, but it's, and how, how, how you choose to really cope with it. I think how you choose to cope with anything is really based on your mindset. Yeah, yeah. And your mindset is so important, and that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned that has helped me so much. And even using manifestation and stuff and going a wee bit deeper with it, like, it's so powerful. Like, just if you if you find yourself having a negative thought, and obviously I still do, things happen that annoy me, yeah. but it's about me going, right, okay, I can't change that now. What can I do to make it better? It's about concentrating on the good. Yeah, shift, rather, shifting your yeah, thought in that shifting moment. Shifting your power then. In that moment, yeah. In that moment when you're ready to pull your hair out. Or for my case, pull your wig off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my case, rip the wig off. You have that wee moment. You go, right, going to change my thoughts. I'm going to steer what way the sails of the ship are swaying. Yes. Yeah. It's like when you focus on the bad, more bad's going to happen. But when you focus on the good, you'll attract more good and trust me on that. Take my word for it. Try it out. So growing up, what was the last thing you manifest? (laughs) Right, so these shoes actually. I bought these in office. Yeah. And they were like 80 pounds when I looked at them and I was like, you know what? I don't care. Sorry, by the way, I'm just going to interrupt. There is builders nearby somewhere, if you can hear it in the audio. Apologies, (laughs) the joys of nature being an executive producer on this podcast. So Bruna, tell us about the shoes you manifest. Yeah, so they were like 80, 80 quid and I was like, Eighty pound per pair of shoes. I know. Expensive, like no, it's not. It's a bit dear, like I know, but I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to treat yeah. myself. I deserve. Well, them. you do. You absolutely deserve it. So. And when I was going to pay for them, I went. Do you know what? These aren't even going to be eighty quid. These are going to be in the sale or something. Yeah, yeah. And I went up to pay, and I swear to God, and I was that sure that I knew when she was scanning the barcode to bring them into the till i look i was looking at the till to see how much they were actually going to yeah, be yeah and they come up 50 pounds great she so actually <laughs> manifest them yeah cheaper. oh my god Bona. you do, literally can't attract so much if you if you really if you set your mindset on mm-hmm. it now Bona, i have a wee gift for you all right now Aww. um one of the things that i actually gave dave when i was on his podcast was a wee skull and i've done it on the solstice um, in I life, I feel like if you're if life is a game, Bona, right? Imagine we were playing a game, it was like Super Mario. I no feel way, like it is sometimes. No way, oh, it absolutely is. No way, every time you go up a level, yeah. you collect something. But oh, Bona, yeah. I feel like from I've met you and you sharing your story and what you've been through in life and how you've overcame, I mean, absolutely, you deserve this wee crystal skull that my, my lovely friend Marie made. She makes all those wee skulls, but honestly, this one's got wee flowers in it. So I want to say, if that's your old self, if you can hold it in your hand, my God, there you go. Thank you. Bruna, I love it. Thank you. Honestly, it's keep it forever. Funny. I like to give everybody wee trinkets every now and again. And just as a wee thank you for coming on. Oh, no I mean, for me, it's always skulls. And it was my mother that said it to me, Bruna. 
that was like love skulls yeah see it's just something about skulls that are for me i kind of collect them for example last year well last year my sister turned 30 and i bought her a pair of sunglasses so in turn i bought my daddy a pair of sunglasses for his birthday i bought my mommy a pair of sunglasses for everything because i was running about in (laughs) in the prada sunglasses that i absolutely love right these are my signature (laughs) pair so really when my my daddy went on holiday then she went on holiday to spain and and always when they come back on holiday they bring me we things back not yet but we things back <laughs> we trinkets. yeah we trinkets we, we trinkets. trinkets back um and one of the things which probably was actually a skull with um sunglasses on it so this is me oh that was last year so um and life you collect we sort of wee bits and pieces they're memories um, aren't they? we memories, memories. we things that you'll look at when you're now done you're right your hands are wrinkled and you'll mm-hmm. look at you go fuck it'll bring back and I remember that this. was the day glenn's layer in the hut yeah. on the up the glenn podcast yeah. so Bruna, how do you feel about your very very first podcast I love it. I'm so glad that they gave me the opportunity to come on because I had actually said, "Yeah, that no, yeah, yeah. I can see you doing podcasts." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I knew it was going to happen yeah. anyway. Well, but do you want to? The, the last thing that I probably manifest was actually this. I mean, honestly, I completely manifested this to yeah. set everything away, the whole format of all of it, really. Um, and it was a, a really easy manifestation because I'll be honest. See, when I actually tried to think about what way can I do a podcast, what would actually bother work here? Do you know what I mean? What would actually work? My night was blank. Bruno, my night was absolutely blank. I couldn't. I couldn't. It just wasn't working. But lo and behold, it just appeared. It comes to you, doesn't oh, it? Oh, my God. It just appeared. It comes to you. You know, in the most simplistic, best way. So what I want to say, like, really, sometimes you think you know what's right, what you want. And sometimes in life, the universe actually lays out something better for you. Yeah, sometimes you think, you know, when something hasn't worked out, it's because something's actually working out for the better. And you just yeah. really have to trust it. Yeah, yeah. And that can be hard, it can be hard, but, yeah. you know, learn the lesson, do the healing, and trust that if you keep your mindset right, and you believe that, you know, good's going to come to you, and what's meant for you won't pass you, like, it, you're attracting that to you, so really do focus on your mindset, I would say. Yeah. Change your your more negative thoughts and the more positive yeah. thoughts, and, and you'll see how things do yeah fantastic Bruno great always you've been a fantastic guest um I'm going to actually get I'll get you on again definitely before we wrap this series up I know we're only going to maybe do it for a month or so weather permitting but I'm thinking of maybe actually using this as a virtual set for them when it gets to a wee bit you know we've done the green screen thing it's all passive possible it's all beautiful um but it's lovely being outdoors just in this setting for us thank you so much for coming on love thank you for coming on you have been a great guest so um, we're going to do what we're doing, click the fingers, boom, boom, boom. Um, for those of you who are watching at home, it's been a great podcast. I'm glad Bruno came on. We're going to have a lot more guests coming on in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's really great to be in this setting. I'm very sorry about, now I mentioned the last day when I was on here, Bruno, about people, see if they're ever cutting the, I think somebody's cutting my trees down. <laughs> see if I find out somebody isn't down or Murder. A chainsaw, Bruno. Murder. Do you know what I was actually talking about? It's really funny. Do you know what I was actually partying once? And, was a girl earlier was I was going to say off her head to take and things shouldn't have been taken um and you know she'd seen um she'd freaked out and wanted to leave and she actually ended up leaving she said she just thought it was a chair it wasn't a fella had a head trimmer but he had, had a, because he lived in a flat he had it underneath his bed and she fucking freaked out from the taxi we're hoping I'd have probably done the same I'd have probably done the same Bruno it was a head trimmer but she thought it was a chair so. <laughs> so you get the, the joys the gigs that you have like um but honestly i hope they're not cutting my trees down there um or i will have to go down and chain myself to it you're not allowed to touch 
my beautiful Glenn, my 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 lovely layer of the, the abyss. Glenn, the um, we're going to have another guest on here, hopefully. Um, this is going to be a bit of a two-parter sort of podcast, but um, Brona, it's been great. I know. I've Thank you it. so much for coming on. We'll definitely have to get you on again really soon. Definitely, be. I've loved it. Give everybody a wee wee minute, guys. I was talking to one of my friends about this. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe in what I was brought up with as well. Strongly, very, very strongly, and logic as well. Yeah. Considerably. And then I would then go into my spirituality side. So I was talking about reincarnation. So how the conversation started was I had asked my friend, right, so tell me, do you know what a blueprint is? Francis. Yeah, it's like one of those things, the plans that you, you map out and for to build things. I went, yeah. well, do you know what a spiritual blueprint is? He says, no. I says, well, that's where you believe that your soul is on a journey. Yeah. And your soul gets reincarnated yeah. to continue on that journey, that lesson, that, that path that you need to take. Yeah. And then you can finally rest. Now, within reincarnation, you can be a man, a woman, a child, but you have no recollection of what has happened before. Yeah. You're just renewed yeah. to continue on. The it's like keeps... a restart of a game. Mm-hmm. The blueprint, I, I, when I think about a, a, a spiritual blueprint or soul blueprint, I feel like it's a mathematical package. It's kind of like software. If you think about, remember when we had computer Sean, software, and you had the install, you had to download it, and then you had to install, and <laughs> yeah. you had to actually fucking install certain different oh, things. Um, and I feel like that's kind of what your blueprint is. Your blueprint is, because if ever you wipe something, if you wiped it off, you can always install it again. Yes. So the install always created the actual file. Yes. And I feel like everyone has an install, kind of, of what their blueprint mm-hmm. is. Um, so, Sean, do you feel like you, have you, have you connected with any of your other lives? No, I don't think so. But I do. that's that's what I sort of, in a way, believe. That yeah. everybody's kind of put on this for a reason. Of course. And Everyone plays a role. Yeah, there's a yeah. big role to play in everybody's part of life. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm wrong within that sentence. But I just well, think I, really, I believe in reincarnation. Do you? I, not I, I do believe everybody's too. like I do believe what you believe will be what it, what it will be for of you. Course. And honestly, I do feel like some souls. I mean, I I can be honest. I know I can see some souls. I interact with them all the time. Strangers where I'll know that they've been here before. I'll know they've been reincarnated. I'll know certain things have happened. Other souls, not so much because it's a very first journey. It's a, some souls actually around. It's a very first lifetime right now. Yes. Yeah. And honestly. I think this is why maybe in the beginning of my life I've ADHD it was a bit chaos and things because I already had I already had prior something energy, something from past lives. I'm not a Do you think I don't maybe? believe I'm a new soul. No, no, definitely not. I'm no no no, definitely not. <laughs> and I do believe that I'm maybe not always Well, I did say this far when I wrote my book lately, one of the things that I did write is that I didn't want to come back didn't want to come back again until maybe another maybe another hundred sort of maybe years into the future. Um, and then around that time, I know there'll be a great man, I'm not going to say his name, but there will be a great man and he'll, he'll invent the warp drive. So I want to come back in and around. Every, every couple of hundred years, Sharon, so there's a good man. Right. Because there's always been great women. Let's face yeah. it. There's always been great, great, great women. Um, so I think sort of, when I think about sort of, when people ask me sort of about past lives, do you know they always want me to kind of be, be personal and be, and yes, it's great. I can't do that in a session. I can get, you know, but. What, Why do you want to know? But it's not that there. There's, there's also what is the collective as well. But, but what people don't want to understand is that sometimes they want to go there and think it's going to give them a reading. People think they're going to go into their past lives and it's going to give them a reading. It's going to fix their world today. No, sometimes what you're going to see is a lot of the 
um, a lot of the oppression, a lot of the, you're, you're going to actually see things that make your toes curl. Yeah. To be very honest to God, because there's been quite a lot of oppression in our sort of lineage, in our DNA. Sean, you go back a couple of hundred years, love. You know, uh, the chances are you wouldn't be allowed really great to work. No. What the fuck, Sean? Why would you want to go back and find that out? But this is what I'm saying, but this is what, this is what the lineage is. I've met people that say that, you know, they've looked into their past life and, you know, that the the stories that they've been told through the media yeah. is how maybe they have this scar on their shoulder yeah. or that, you know, the constant pain at this yep. area mm-hmm. or they feel a certain way when they eat yeah. this food. Yep. And that's because of what happened in the past. Now, yeah. at a certain point, I do believe that. Definitely. Because well, Sean, I'm going to share something with you that I think is relevant to you because you live on your own. All right. <laughs> now, one of the things whenever whenever I was going through a lot of changes and spiritual awareness, I got to thinking about DNA. And I actually wrote a poem. It's in my book too. Um, but the poem is basically about being the soul of your own cycle. Me and I got to think about my great granda. Right, my great granda started that club right now with the all gold pigeon club, pigeon racing club, home and pigeons. Um, my granddad started that bar, but they always, all the men in my family, everybody in my family, they were all with women. They all had, and they weren't spiritual, spiritual the way I am. In fact, they actually had sport where they were there with birds, and part of that sport that they were there with birds was homing pigeons, and that actually is, that is their gift, pigeons gift to God, that's their connection with that bar, but it's where I'm very spiritual, I live on my own. I just feel like, I know that my ancestors would be going, go Glen, do you know, because and maybe your say your great 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 granny would go go Sean. She wouldn't have got to live in a room. A flat, no. what? She wouldn't have she wouldn't have dreamed to have five minutes. Probably yourself and there's you in this lifetime being granted. It's very special. So much. So so much. But I feel like they sacrificed. So much. They lived their lives so for this. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes I feel like there's something in me and I did say this, I said this to a friend actually, I don't know whether I don't know how it was before we came here. I was sometimes spot I'll just work through you. Like it's it was actually the reading, I know it was. Um Sometimes in life, especially I think when you're a mommy, there's certain things that will come out with your children where you, you know, you'll get on a certain way. Spirit will come over, it'll go through you and it'll go, and you'll go where that even come from it. And you'll go to your shop because like my granny sounded like my granny. Yeah, mama. They're around you and they're making you do certain things because you've got to remember, spirit is there in transit coming back. So the more you work you do and you say when you have yeah. your week, oh, Sean, that's going to be very fucking attractive for your fucking great okay. like that. And you have a in the future now, right? Okay, it's good news. Sean, of course, but like, do you not think it'll be very attractive then for your... Sean, let's see, I saved you the gather when you were 18, you know. She had a kill you, you'd have given her like each other. Because she is, she and you are her. I think you'll only have one girl, Sean, and I think you'll have boys. Okay. To be honest, you'll be a wee diehard for your sons, I just know it, but you'll be firm. Now, I do feel like your wee girl, honestly, will be a reincarnation of someone else. Um, now I'm actually getting this, even though I can't smell because I'm congested roses, something with roses, somebody called Rose or Rosemary or something, maybe. and okay. the lion is there, somebody with the name Rosemary or Marie, Rosemary, Rosie. Well, not Rosie, but Granny would have had a lot of roses. She would have had a lot of roses because I'm saying, smell the roses, smell them, I'm being shown the roses, and sometimes I would associate that rose, but tell me, Sharon, wake up, smell the roses, that's going to be your daughter that comes back. You're very well, kind. Who's coming? <laughs> Whoever the granny was that had the roses. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And she's also like, I feel like that energy said to me to say to you that you've got to smell the roses. Do you know, and enjoy. I mean, if I was actually up at Lady Dixon there the other day looking at all the roses. And you smell them? Enough. Yeah. So. See? So, so a lot of sessions there so with you. 
your daughter has been with you the whole time. Now your son, not, not now, is when I read people, I say to them, your wee boy is a branch off you. He's a branch off you. He can have him in the boot of a car. He can have him in the back seat. He can have him in a street. But it comes to wee girls, oh my God, do you need to be organised? That's <laughs> kind of like when you build your house, then you buy your house, everything's like, and I say, that comes along, Sharon, for you. It could never came premature because it was, it would have defined you. You would have been defined. But what's lovely to know is she has been with you through every single pain. Your daughter, when it comes to having a girl, it can make you a lot more emotional. You have to feel, it certainly makes you stronger. But I feel like then, because you get that love and that support and that understanding that you've never known in your life, you finally get it from your daughter. And it's a big joke and I laugh and I go, it's the sins of the mother. So if you, like, grown up's hard. Mummy has to be mummy. When your daughter, I feel like your mother always teaches you to be tough. And that's just the way it is. There's girl code and it comes from your great granny. And it is tough. And I feel like the very healing of that is with your own daughter. So, Sharon, no, it's not going to be too long, love. Right? Just know it. Well, I want more. I mean, holidays. would you call her Rose? Probably not. No? No. What would you call her? Because I think you're very normal name deep down. That's a silly thing. You well, girls at home, you'll know. You will know the name of your daughter deep down before she's come. You will know, you'll know deep down, because you've got to remember it's a manifestation, you're creating it. You're not, I'm going to take a bit of the heaviness away, there are most rules of letting half children. You didn't actually create it, you were just the escalator. You were just that motion and transit, that binged it down. And one of the interesting things is, I will say, Sean, I'll know this is going to happen with you um, in particular. You will dream of your daughter before she comes here, and you will, you'll maybe dream you're, you're in a lab or you're in a clinic or something, something's there, you're there, and you make this wee girl and you shake hands there, and you're able to see certain things. And from then, you will know, you will know, it might actually happen when you're pregnant, but you will know, wee boy, you kind of won't know because you're creating him. He's just a part of you. He thinks you, you think he thinks. And is everybody something yeah. like that then? Well, the example is the wee boy will suck the milk dry. <laughs> the wee girl will go, why are you doing it bigger? Yeah. A lot quicker, like. She'll do that a lot, lot quicker. And it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. she's so clever. Clever than what you can actually imagine yourself to be. Because you always think yourself to be dumb and stupid. No way women do. And life, and we all do as humans. But I think there's something that when a woman, when she sees her own wee girl, it just, and it blows her mind then because when your wee girl pushes you away, you kind of realise, oh my God, I pushed my own mummy away. I was a daddy's girl. I never wanted to know her. Shiny guilty of that. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and are you grow closer to your mummy now at this point in your life? Definitely. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely. Well, I know she definitely brought you up well, Sean. I know she definitely brought you up with a certain tone and I know that's in your family too. I don't know why I always thought you were from the West. Nobody said that before. Yeah. I always thought you were way over in the West. Because... What happened was I moved secondary schools. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. I moved secondary schools, and then the secondary school was actually up the west. So I spent yeah. a lot of time up there and met new friends. Yeah. And I was hanging around there, yeah. so it was kind of like that's probably where the vibe. So, Sean, where can people find your photography page? So they can find me on Instagram. What's your handle? Uh, what? What's your like at? Oh, it's uh, Sean Johnson. At Sean Johnson. Yeah. So you can find at Sharon Jansen. Don't forget to check her out. Sean, it's been lovely. I've Thanks loved talking to you. Are you going to come on the podcast again? Definitely. That was so interesting. I love Brilliant. that. And we're going to take some photographs now for the yes. podcast. And then we're going to, obviously, they'll be uploaded. So I'll be tagging Sharon's page in anyway. Um, I hope you folks give her a wee follow. She's great. Remember, she used to photograph Ferraris. Should I go call what? <laughs> because I haven't named this episode yet. But I think I may call it Photos and Ferraris. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> Did you see the crystal skulls that my friend Marie made? Check it out, handmade.resin.crafts.
catch her on Instagram. If you'd like a reading right now, visit www.psychiclaim.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, remember you can watch the full videos on my socials at PsychicLain. Big thank you to Polly Bath Beats for making this soundtrack. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.